just wanna be free 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 I am standing on land improved upon by my own hands my blood my sweat and my tears I've been denied and disrespected we the people have suffered centuries of inhumane treatment our history for the books it's been watered down but if you pay attention and take a deeper look around you'll see some still walking with their heads pointed toward the ground still feeling like it's disrespectful to look a man of a different race square in the face you know it wasn't intended to be this way none should fall with equality we can all be free 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 to live in a world of love peace and freedom because that was the intent from the time of the very first descent then that time had arrived I believe it was June 19th the year of 1865 many enslaved received a wonderful surprise couldn't believe their ears on this glorious day slaves everywhere would celebrate liberty no longer would we be regarded as property see now by law we were viewed as women and men the sour stench the foul taste that hate reign of slavery had finally reached what was thought to be its end new life a new way of thinking could actually begin could but did it well although the government did legislate and would have the black race celebrate Lincoln's signature on that dotted line the emancipation would not be enough to open closed minds as a result, the enslaved in Texas were left behind. Texan slaveholders turned ears deaf. That instilled racism kept those eyes blind. True freedom would take more time. After the surrender of General Lee and his Northern Virginia Army, only then did the enslaved within the state of Texas receive the news that they had been freed. Two years after signing the Emancipation of Proclamation. Talk about extreme procrastination. Still ever present was the resistance, the hate, and hesitation. As a result, there was a mass migration. Freed men and women across the country sang the songs of liberty, letting their freedom ring. No more overseers. Gone were the big house routines. The free were shouting absolute equality, but it wouldn't be. Many of the free were convinced to remain quietly on, but not as, the slaveholders' property. They were told that they could stay on and work for wages. Yes, the slaves were freed, yet freedom was granted in stages. Indeed. Now, somebody water that seed of knowledge that I just planted. Teach the youngsters to stop taking the freedom for granted. Plant that knowledge and watch that wisdom grow. Knowledge is power. Now use that wisdom, choose wisely, and stay away from those prisons. 
Embrace the freedom that the ancestors sought when they were being kidnapped, sold, and bought. From the African and indigenous royal ancestry to the fields of slavery, redesigned and later fashioned as sharecrop, systemic injustice, non-stop. Over 200 years, forced to pick cotton. Time passed, but hell, we haven't forgotten. It's not likely that those harsh memories will ever fade. Still, we've taken life's lemons, added some sugar, and made lemonade. Today, I honor my ancestors from Africa and those that were indigenous to this land. I stand and celebrate freedom. Feels so good to be free. 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 Happy Juneteenth. Strange be the fruit dangling from the sycamore tree. No stranger would it be to see Mr. Wilson wearing white sheets. He's using that matching pillowcase to disguise his face. The old black folks say it's the white man's plan to eliminate those of my race. How long have we suffered injustices, a nation disgraced repeatedly? And yet, they demanded my mother's breast milk each day for their precious white babies to taste. Hers was that sweet black milk of the in-house slave. They viewed mama through eyes of disgust and spoke to her brown ears in such bitter tones. How could those same ears be connected to eyes that viewed this woman's milk fit nourishment for their babies. We the black folks cooked meals and cleaned those white folks' kitchen. Our given task, our daily mission, when most folks were still dreaming of freedom, yet our presence was frowned upon. We were offered no seats at their dinner tables. Dirty, dim-witted, and even lazy. That's what America has labeled me and my kinsmen. Society would have me defend these inaccurate labels as commonplace. During the time when it was legal for those of my race to be slapped in the face, simply because another felt disrespected, we were not protected. Any thoughts of us having rights? Quickly rejected. Long gone are those days. Can't burn a cross on my lawn without consequence. <laughs> Today, we the black American people are utilizing our right of self-defense. We were born on this soil. Our African ancestors cultivated this land. We are American. American. It has slipped your mind that there once was a time when it was only my ancestor, the plow and the harrow for every row of cotton. It is quite clear that you've forgotten. Black man used his bare hands to till and build this breathtaking land on which white man stands demanding superiority, hiring authorities in blue to undo, to erase my black life. Take note, I not only fought for but won my right to vote. 
I'm paying taxes for the parcel of land I own. I am black as well as an American because America is my home. My black ancestors picked with mass toil and strife to make cotton the fabric of your life. Ipso facto, it was also my ancestors that strung tobacco for the white man's dip, snuff, and chew. All due to our swollen, black, and blistered fingertips. Are you beginning to understand what it is to be a true American? Long before greed inspired a man to discover an already occupied land, the brown man would stand. Before your need for certifications and degrees, medications were prescribed by shaman of my ancestor tribes. Nourishing people to the position of upright, performing surgeries without hospitals, healing all races, and still we aren't treated right forced to fight for our lives. When those in blue come to share our medical employment space, there are no questions or concerns regarding our race. Show us some respect. Get your knee off my black brother's neck. I'm only showing pride during a protest with my black power fist. Remove these modern day shackles from my wrists. Many of our black generations still healing from the emotional scarring left behind from the burnings, the hangings, the feathering, the tarring. My black ancestors traveled in slave ships across unknown waters. My brown ancestors still walk in trails of tears after hundreds of years. Let us not forget to interject both cause and effect because the cause was to cultivate stolen land and help it grow. I said the cause was to cultivate stolen land and help it grow. The effect, the evolution of the American Indian and the Negro. The so-called minority have overcome many tough situations while building this beautiful nation. Black lives have been subjected to biased systems of education, pulled apart by your dogs, shot with your guns, stoned with your rocks, forced into slavery, heads shaved, languages changed, sold again and again via auction block, ridiculous abuse, the roped noose, unspeakable misuse. We have proven to withstand. We were born on this land where we currently stand our black lives matter we are american may i share a story with you now it's not a love story i can't say that it's a happy story but it's a story that i'd like to share it's a story that we as a black community know all too well. A story that's agonizing, yet necessary to tell. Now it's a story, not a fairy tale, nor is it a fable. This is the story of a topic that's been long tabled. This is the story of the village that forgot the child. Once upon a time, 
there was a bright-eyed little girl with hopes and dreams. She chased butterfly fantasies. This little umber-toned girl always aspired to fly higher, higher than those butterflies she chased. Until the day she experienced the taste of pain, she'd flown head-on into a cloud of crack cocaine. It rocked her world. She, her mother's firstborn. She, the bright-eyed baby girl. Well, now mother's cheeks were always stained with tears. She can't help but to feel. Blackness interrupted. Dreams have been deferred. A forgotten and yet worthy cause. Royalty has taken a pause, and suddenly it affects us all. Still, this daughter is no burden. She's a gift. She was created to educate, to demonstrate greatness and pass the knowledge. But this young drug abuser took a wrong turn. Still, we as a people can't afford to lose her. With birth of greatness comes great responsibility. This is no burden, quite the contrary. The cause still worthy. As addiction unfolds, her true purpose, her true direction, her black life, it's on hold. She's in her early 20s, and yet her body feels broken down and old. Feels like she's gotten a head or a chest cold. Yet the rumors say black folks are safe and COVID-19 is a conspiracy anyway. She continued to share that glass pipe with others. Ooh, those crackheads, she certainly would befriend. No thoughts of where they'd been or who they were exposed to. She hasn't got a clue. Dee and Jesse look clean. I mean, it didn't really matter in that moment of crave. Ain't nobody gonna catch Corona anyway. She takes another hit. As her neighbor, I can't help but to feel. Blackness interrupted, her dreams have been deferred. Still, her life is a worthy cause. While only one queen has taken a pause as a community, it affects us all. Our beautiful daughter is lost. Her thoughts scattered, her dreams shattered on Seattle streets being battered. She's forgotten that her little black life matters. During her addiction, loved ones have grown old and died. Her ears have gone deaf to her mother's cries. The pleas from her sister and brother they mattered before, but not anymore. The butterfly chaser morphed into a fiend chasing green. Gotta make it by any means in need of that temporary fix. Still on the block turning tricks, even after she got sick. Caught that 19, that COVID they said black folks couldn't catch. She listened to the rumors while ignoring the facts. And a mother can't help but to feel. Blackness interrupted, her dreams have been deferred. A forgotten and yet worthy cause, royalty takes a pause and affects us all, y'all. 
self and family values descend, we feel sad within. That once bright-eyed baby girl now seems lost to this world. Yesterday, I heard it from a trusted friend. Her little sister is now sampling heroin. Come on, village. Come on, mothers. They need us. It's all about the we. It is us that give birth to the community. Our black existence we must defend. The time has come for all who possess melanin to transcend. Speak. Our blackness, our greatness can no longer be interrupted. Our dreams must make their transformation to reality, our thoughts to fruition. Some have forgotten our worthy cause. Many have taken a pause. And it has tremendously affected us all. We've forgotten. It takes a village, y'all. The time has come to heal. Can you feel me? Edifice, structure, building, creation. This is a call to all. It's time for action. Your faction has become the main attraction. Chaos has run amok. What the f- Hey, sisters and brothers, fathers, mothers, the time has arrived. Time to put in the work. Time to begin the process of healing. It's time to start building. Look around. If it isn't gang or police violence, it's corona or some other virus taking us out. If in your mind there still lies doubt, know that these happenings surrounding you are real. Child, it's time to build. Build with purpose and ensure connection. Build with your community. Now align your building so as not to disturb spiritual balance. Quality construction assured with persistence and group effort. Build with knowledge, understanding, wisdom, faith, and trust. A strong structure begins with the foundation of love. This is a must. It ensures the sustainability. Sow seeds of sight to eradicate blindness. Grow food for thought. Build, build, build. Sisters and brothers, hey, fathers and mothers, as a community, we grow together. Trade within the community makes it more better. I'll trade you some spice for some of your seed. I'll trade you some of my wine for some of your weed. I'm just trying to make it plain. Seed by seed, grain by grain, in order to maintain, we must reframe the system structure. Reframe the structure. In order to build and grow, we need one another. Each member has their individual goals. I mean, for certain, it is an individual task to build one's self-esteem, yet community growth is achieved as a whole. It is time. I be of the feminine entity. As a community member, my role is to give birth to thought, to verse, to new members of the community. I must be guidance, strength, resolve and peace yet there is great responsibility there is work required and desired from entities other than me 
requirements of skills possessed by them, us, and sometimes the combination of we. Endless opportunity resides within unity. It is time to build. Teach the children to treasure family, the value of honesty, the necessity of self-respect and reflect future light. Build. Do not turn a deaf ear. Do not turn your backs, tuck, or run. Every pop and mama's grab your gun. Aim. Cock it. And be ready to fire. Don't ever tire. Fire those bullets of chastisation fused with education without hesitation. Keep your chin and your head held high. Through all the frustration, degradation, and emasculation, find the inspiration to keep building. The winds of chaos wrinkle the sands of man's time. And when unsettled waters wash all those other structures away, this community will stay. Now, it may be hidden beneath the desert to be discovered by future man, yet when unearthed, multi-generations will stand in awe of the marvel that was built to sustain. I'll say it again, it's time. It's time to teach the masses because history repeats itself and time passes. Use today as an opportunity to create new chapters in the books of history. Build. Hey, sisters and brothers, fathers, mothers, the time has arrived. It's time to put in the work. Let's build. I keep on hearing these voices inside of my head, but I ain't scared, cause what they telling me just might be for my own good. Bipolar, melancholic, and post-traumatic stress disorders, schizophrenia, manic depression, psychosis, whatever the diagnosis, I feel trapped. Like every wall in the entire world is closing in on me. I've got no room. I can't breathe. Try as I might, I cannot escape my confusion. Inner demons eat at me daily. The voices never stop. Be quiet. Observing close family members battling addictions while stealing my prescriptions. So many in misery directly connected to me. They're leaning on my fragile shoulders, my left and my right. I've even got to go fight their battles. I want to say, get off my back. But I'm afraid. I'm afraid that if I do that, something bad will happen. And they're my family. For whatever reason, they all feel like they need me. When I'm actually losing my sanity, my mental has been altered. I'm wearing depression like an accessory to my wardrobe, like a scarf, fit for every occasion, wrapped tightly around my neck, squeezing tighter daily, choking the will to live right out of me. The other day I thought of driving off the on-ramp to the freeway. Just prior to reaching the top, I stopped. Yet it seemed like a quick and easy way to put an end to the pressures that constantly surround me. I just wanted to ease my mental. But I promised my granny that I would never do that. So I drove onto the freeway, pulled over to the shoulder, and I got out and just sat there on the ground in the middle of the freeway, protesting. Despite the fact that there was no scheduled protest that day, I protested anyway.
because it just isn't fair to be targeted due to my hue or the texture of my hair. I got rights. I'm human and American too. If I want others to treat me fairly, this is what I need to do. Well, it sounded like a great idea when it came to my mind. When I tried to articulate that thought to the boys in blue, my thoughts scattered and all that mattered was the song that was playing over and over in my head. So I said, I know some places and I seen some faces. I got good connections. I dig my directions. What people say, that's okay. They don't bother me. I was singing my song. Didn't even realize that those in blue had approached until I got maced. They threw me in the back of the patrol car and took me to jail. I needed help for my mental, not to be caged. My mental was modified. All at the same time, I laughed and cried. Now, had I received the assistance as opposed to a sentence, the care that I may have received may have prevented me from running through the park that afternoon with that carving knife. I really thought I was in a fight for my life. I swore I saw that man with the evil eyes running toward me, top speed. The hallucination started inside my kitchen, in my apartment unit. I was prepping my meal when I saw him. I took off running for the front door. He was chasing me. I ran as fast as my legs and lungs allowed. The park was the first place I thought to go. I lived just across the street. I left home running so fast I didn't even have shoes on my feet. I never heard the screams of my neighbors or others who knew me that were in the park. But every face I passed as I ran was electric with fright. Suddenly my body was shocked with a sharp and quick pain and everything went dark. Anyone and everyone who knew me was aware that I needed clinical assistance. Even I myself was aware. Look, I was even scared. I mean, literally afraid. Every day I made a call to see where I was on the list. You see, without adequate insurance, I sought treatment where I had no co-payment. I couldn't handle any prepayment being due, which meant there were many hoops that I had to jump through. Plenty of red tape, bureaucratic waits. I tried to get assistance, but the system is broken and now it's too late. Some illnesses can't be cured with a pill. Some illnesses mental. May we all heal.